If you're listening to this on Spotify, make sure you check out our YouTube channel, The Plowcast, where there is a video version of this episode, as well as all of our other videos, like reactions and our shorter content. And if you'd rather continue to listen here on Spotify, then enjoy the episode. What is up, guys? And welcome back to The Plowcast, coming at you with a Bad Batch Season 1, Episode 8, Reunion, Full In-Depth Review. Um, oh, yeah. Huge episode. Lots of stuff happened. More returning characters. Um, but we're going to get into all of oh, it. Lots of fun. Right now. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, so, yeah. All that big stuff we will get to. But there's other littler. Sm- littler? I don't think littler. <laughs> smaller things that uh, we should probably get out of the way first. Um, yes, yes. Just wanted to talk about. We had a lot of little moments. Um between the members of the Bad Batch. Uh, I'm at, at this point, I think it's fair to clump Omega in with that instead of her own category. Yes, I um, agree. <laughs> but like, uh, we just more examples of her slowly, you know, learning abilities and doing things. You know, the mob, the bomb training. Well, eventually he was all, you know, for a joke with, with a uh, record, like having a smoke bomb, but mm-hmm. uh, she's still like learning things. Um, you know, she's still training. She's got all her gear. She's getting a lot better with that bow. Uh, which we we saw. As we see, yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I love the way that that thing sounds and the way it gears up. Of course, record with the bombs. Uh, yeah. Man, I I just think, I think that like her slowly developing like this is like b- being done really well. Like I feel like mm-hmm. it makes sense that for her progression and oh, she is a clone at the end of the day, so we don't know exactly what sort of things are different about her, but. Um, she seems to be taking well to uh, like training or learning and just being around this group in general. Yeah, I really like um, <laughs> the bomb in general because uh, like me and you both were like, wait, is is that actually live uh, thermal detonator? <laughs> uh, but just the fact that like Wrecker's kind of loose cannon and like if it was a real like thermal detonator, I wouldn't even be surprised. <laughs> yeah, I um, mean... <laughs> Yeah, his record, so <laughs> exactly. But no, but to see Omega just like learning and everything, because like she's developing her skills like with thermal detonators and the bow and everything, but she's also becoming like part of the family too. Um, and they're building both of those things up slowly, which makes it ultimately more rewarding. So I really like the way they're going with that. Yeah, uh, and I hope we see more of that, like her getting, you know. Absolutely. Or maybe they start building some armor or something. She gets like a helmet or uh, something. That would be really cool. At least I would love helmet. to see her in her own Bad Batch armor. Yeah, she already has it de- uh, designed fully. Oh as she wants yeah, to look so yeah, that be really cool. Um, uh, speaking of of the batch here, we got a little inter uh, not conflict, but sort of like like difference in in yeah, like thought the dialogue, yeah. Um, they oh, they were talking to Hunter, uh, specifically Hunter and Echo were on two opposite ends of what they should be doing. Hunter said, we need to pay off Sid. That should be our main thing. So we're going to stay here. We're going to set, uh, we're going to like scrap and salvage, um, get the data, get the weapons, sell it back to her and then she'll owe us. Uh, while, while Echo, on the other hand, uh, thinks they should have just left with Rex. They should get out of there. Um, cause they're soldiers. This, they should, they're not meant to be, you know, like scrapping around in this in the junk. Yep. Um I think that's interesting and it also fits because at the end of the day Echo is still a regular clone. Um he doesn't have his chip and he's obviously like uh Watt Tambor did a lot of messed up stuff to him, but he's still a regular clone. So that's still probably um 
programmed and not programmed as in chip wise just like programmed as in the way he thinks to just be a soldier and that's what they should be trying to do while hunter's looking at it more objectively like okay what's the best scenario for the team right now and Mm -hmm. I, i thought that was really cool i think that also stems from how much a leader hunter is um again he's like he's like oh i gotta like our group needs to survive we need to do what's best for us type of thing where echo is just like oh no we're soldiers let's go fight for something let's go do something but i i like seeing the like you said it wasn't really conflict but i do like seeing that there's a discrepancy within the group because that also like tells you like they really don't know what they're doing like (laughs) they're just (laughs) trying to do what they think is best they're really just trying to find out what to do um and so to see like the different ideas within the group is cool and i think it's because like really that conversation could only be between echo and uh hunter yeah i couldn't see tech or wrecker saying something like that <laughs> yeah, um, they would just kind of go with it yeah but it was, it was cool to see yeah um another another thing that this does is it shows us them trying to learn how to survive without the backing of the republic um they say it mm-hmm. a bunch of times like we don't have republic credits to rely on not everything is not paid for anymore we don't have just rations given to us. Um, they're essentially learning how to be on their own uh, for the first time. And it's it's kind of cool because a lot of them are, you know, they don't know what to do in this situation. Like we just talked about, there's differences in where they should go, what they should be doing, um, because they've never experienced anything like this before. Like Echo says, they're just, they've been soldiers. Um, so there's always that too. I like, I always like when they have little bits like that, like a, Oh yeah, we don't. We can't worry. We can't rely on the Republic for X anymore. Like we got to yeah. do. We got to do our own thing. Yeah, because that's definitely like in a real world. That's what exactly would be going on inside their heads. So just to see them talking about it and just hashing it out is cool. Yeah. Um. They just watching them talk is just really fun. The banter that they have back and forth is really great. Um. Like they're in this the situation in the engine and they're, you know, we got to get out of here and tech stops. Like, oh, these are actually very interesting. The, the, this metal is capable of resisting. Like, <laughs> Shut up. Nobody cares. He shoves him over. Um, it's like yep. the play, the, the interplay back and forth. Um, like a wrecker record gets knocked down. He's like, I was just waiting to make my move. You know, they're just little kind of quippy, you know, MCU ish style, little, yeah. little yep. jokes and dits. Um, also like cool, cooler things. Well, not cooler. Um, different things, I guess, is you know, we we see their knowledge of of the clones and their war tactics coming coming out a little bit. Like Echo knew the type of sweeping pattern that they would follow, and then he knew how to lead them to avoid it. Um, Tech obviously knows a lot about the uh, a lot about the Venator. Um, they all probably did. They had the idea for the cannons. Um, so seeing moments that continue to show us how like proficient they are and not even just extra you know but just how just remind us that they know what they're doing you know they're so yeah. they, they they know what's going on yeah um, I wanna, like that is always cool i want to talk about that too because i think it's like such a cool thing to see clones against clones or at least echo against the bad batch because again they know their tactics like tech said like you said um yeah they'll sweep apps to the front or whatever um yeah and so they go a different way. And then, like, right away, Crosshair knows Echo's jamming their frequencies and listening in. So yeah. then he says, oh, everyone go to the hangar to make them not go to the hangar. And <laughs> then they cash. Like, it's so cool. It's like, 
3D chess almost. Like yeah. it's awesome to see. And then the ultimate way like they come out of it just shows you how good Clone Force ninety nine is. Like I guarantee no one else has ever blown the the <laughs> the engine of a Venator off to slide out and escape from like that's like from inside the engine, your, by the way. Yeah, like that's thinking on your feet like no one else could. Yeah. And that's what it takes to like escape Crosshair and his crew, which is yeah. really cool. I'm sure we're gonna get more scenes and more like confrontations like this going forward. And I'm I'm amped about it. Yeah. It's gonna be very interesting. Um and that just goes like a lot of that just comes out while they're talking normally too, um, and I yeah I thought the uh, the egress bit was funny. This is the egress, right? and then <laughs> I don't even know what that means. Yeah, and then that's mentioned again later uh, when Echo says oh, we're gonna escape through the engine, and and Tech's like, yeah, that's exactly what I just said. <laughs> but you just show that also Echo didn't really even get it either. Yeah, um, but you know, just the banter and the, their knowledge is really fun. Um, one one thing that uh, I kind of think um, would uh, one moment that I thought anyway was a little bit lacking, mostly to due to what I wanted to see, um, not really due to the episode. Um, when Omega goes up to the bridge to talk to Tech, uh, <sighs> I thought we could have had like a little moment there um, where Omega, you know, she's looking out, she sees, he asks him about the war, he gives his straight laced, you know, Tech cat, regular response, cat, usual Tech. Um, but I thought we could add maybe a little moment there where she kind of breaks him. Uh, not break as in, like, make him laugh or cry or something, but just she, you know, says something to him or asks him a question that really makes him stop and think for, for once. Like, not not technically and, you know, literally. Because he was like, it was, it was, had battles on fronts, blah, blah, blah. Uh, but I thought it would have been cool if we had a little moment there where she kind of, like, gets... Not through to him because he's not like a like blocked off or anything, but like she, she's able to get more out of him than his just usual. Like if he actually went into deep, like he, you could see clearly like he was upset about something or like, or just like a emo- um, he felt some kind of little bit of emotion about the war. And I know that he's not really programmed to be that way, um, which is why I think like a little hint of him maybe sort of, you know, starting to come out a little bit more or something, something like that, but. And I mean, it was funny when he did say the same thing again. He's like, I, I just told you. But just the vibe of the scene when she walked up, it was just the two of them. They were alone in the bridge of the ship from the war that they've been fighting since they were alive. Uh, and I thought maybe there was going to be like a little moment there. Um, but that's more just me wanting stuff. Um, but, you know. Dude, absolutely. Like, <laughs> I was about to say the same exact thing. Because, like, cinematically... That's like that's the perfect alley oop question for Tech to dunk it home and just break <laughs> out of his shell. Like I really, because like what is the war like? Oh my goodness! Like that should open the floodgates. Like that's yeah. the best way. Like that was the way we were gonna have what we want to have happen. And he still remains, you know, the techno. Oh, war on many fronts, and we deploy. Like yeah. no, that's not what she was yeah. asking. Um, but yeah, like we both said it before. We want to see him grow as a character but he's not. And that was the perfect opportunity him to do so. And still yeah. he's not. It was really weird. They played it for laughs. Like, like you said, Oh, I just told you, which, okay. It got me to laugh, but I would much rather have that little, even if it's a tiny little bit where he could just take a longer pause just to show he's thinking about it and then give the joke line. Sure. I would have preferred that just to show that. Yes. He's more than just yeah. a, Smart, quippy, says literal things guy. Like, yeah. 
and that was the perfect time to do it. It was just him and Omega, and we've seen Omega with the different characters just having a soft moment. I mean, we've seen Wrecker multiple times, Hunter multiple times. We've seen Crosshair episode one. I, I think Echo. Oh yeah, Echo Chichener with the with the bow and arrow. Like we've had it all, but Tech. So now I'm I'm thinking maybe like kind of like how Wrecker and his head, how they played on that for episode after episode. Yeah. Maybe they're gonna do the same thing with Tech, as in like, like the, another perfect alley oop question where <laughs> it should really be like a slam dunk answer, but they kind of play it for laughs every time until eventually he's like, "Oh man, like, like <laughs> I'm glad you asked that." And like yeah. he just he gets mad one the time and he just he just snaps some sort of emotion. Yeah. yeah, even if he yells at Omega, like gets frustrated at her. I'm for that. Yeah. Anything yeah. but just. Okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Whatever he said. Like, I don't know. I thought that was a perfect time. I'm glad you brought it up too, because we both previously said we want to see Tech come out of his shell. So. Yeah. And we know that's not him, like, but that's that's why that would be such a good th- good scene or moment because we know what he's like normally. Um, yeah, exactly. Even and I, I, you brought up a good word, uh, like warm. I think you said it's not like he he's kind of cold now, mm-hmm. like. You know, it's obviously it's broken up with humor, and then you laugh about it, and then you forget and you move on. Um, but for the most part, he's really like cold. like when something, even when something bad's going down, he's like, "Oh yeah, that's the empire." Okay, hey guys, we got a problem. Or you know, he's just really exactly. Just, like, um, and even this one, I would have been fine if he said that line the first time. You know, he says it was a it was a battle on certain fronts, and then she asks him again, and then and like maybe he sighs, and then instead of giving like an analytical cold response, he says like. A one maybe he's got like a little one-liner like he's like like it was like it was terrible or something like that where you can see him yeah. like look look around sigh or just something to show that there's more in him buried down um because yeah. like you said we've been getting a lot of more moments with with a lot of the other members especially hunter and wrecker and all that um echoes had more stuff in the past in the clone wars um which is oh. i feel like probably why they're going less on him because there's already some stuff of him in the past and true, these, true. these are more these are newer characters so but like he's been the the one that is you know the outlier. Like if I mean not not before I say I'm not saying I would like him to die. I'm not saying I would be happy. Uh, if he, I'm not saying I'd be happy. Uh, I don't want it to happen. Please don't. No. But if one of them was to die, I mean Tech would be the Ooh. one that would give me the least of an a, a reaction. I would still be sad and it would suck. And I really would rather it not happen. But I'm just saying, out of all the ones we have so far, if he were to die, that's that's the death that would produce less of a reaction out of the group. But you know what? If they took the time in scenes like this to develop him more, guarantee you wouldn't be saying that. Yes, I would, not. I would not. And that's the importance of scenes like this. Like, they're literally in a clone graveyard. Like, all those ships, all the memories from the war... It was oh my goodness again. I kept like it's the alley oop question, dude. Like yeah, that's the perfect <laughs> PTSD so, triggering question. What was ex- the war like? Oh my goodness! Yeah, but he did it. They really like, they and they've we already know that they're willing to do that. They've leaned into the PTSD aspect with Rex uh, in this show as well as as Rebels, which we'll eventually see. Um, yeah, last like, episode. <laughs> yeah, with Rex. Um, yeah. yeah, so it's like it's not like there's. No, no, they, they, they can't do that. That's you know something they could do. Um, but that was just one scene. We took it. We kind of just made that like a whole <laughs> segment. 
Uh, that wasn't <laughs> yeah. at all. That was just like a one line thing that I had. But you know, whatever. It's fine. Uh, we talked about it, and uh, I'm glad we did. Because that was that was my biggest sort of uh, like complaint, I guess. Because this episode was pretty mm-hmm. good, and that scene was still good. Uh, but just that was my my one little. That was the perfect opportunity. Him alone with Omega, who's like the newbie. Um, that way, he didn't have to do anything in front of the other guys, or just I don't know something. Um, but moving on because yep. we could just yeah. keep talking about that forever. Yeah, yeah. yes. Our boy yes, Crosshair was back in this episode with his elite squad of troopers. Um, I love just how we bring up cold again. How cold he is in like the evil mm-hmm. way. Um, uh, Admiral Redpart was like, "I don't care, kill him," and he's like, "Okay." Just absolutely no feeling towards his old team, his old family. Yep. Essentially, I was, I was just, I really like because that's how he would be. Um, you know, there's no, not even a little bit of like regret or anything in there at all. Because of the chip. Yeah, I, dude. And then the scene <laughs> when they finally confront, uh, they were on the, uh, the cannon. What is it? The artillery bay? I forget. Yeah. Artillery the cannons. Deck. deck. deck um, yeah. But when Omega tries to reach out and she's like, I know it's not you. And he, like, they have that brief moment and he's like, aim for her. Like, <laughs> oh my goodness. So cold. They, like, that's perfectly like like what they're showing his character is. That's in line because remember a couple episodes ago he was just killing innocents and his own men. Like, <laughs> yeah, that should be no shock. But to me and like both of us, really, we we're like, oh my goodness, like that is cold hearted. He is far gone. Yeah. Like, and uh, I think I think um, I don't mean like as in emotionless. Um, I mean emotion. This is in like a positive light. I feel like there's a lot of emotion, emotion driving him, but more of how could you do this to me? You, you all betrayed me. I, we were mm. family. Um, yeah. But mostly because of the chip and the, the uh, like exaggerations or whatever that they're manipulating his yeah. emotions against. Yeah. Him. yeah. But he's got like anger towards them. Um, a lot of the, like the scenes when he was knocked down and he was like ha- like casted up everywhere and like wraps around his face in a breathing mask. Once <sighs> he hears where they are, he gets get out of my no. We go get them now. We need to get them. Um, if if you've ever seen if anybody has ever seen Avatar: Last Airbender, it really reminds me of Prince Zuko all the time, just trying to chase after Aang. But I don't think Paul's watched that actually. I have not but watched that's Avatar: one of the Last best Cartoons of all time. <laughs> okay. Dave Filoni did that show too. <laughs> Um, but like just the, there is emotion there, but it's, it's like anger towards them, uh, because yes. they, they didn't, they didn't come with him. They're not together yeah. anymore. Yeah. But no, like I, were, I, yeah, I definitely yeah. think that's like the, the, um, chip at work though, like yeah. <laughs> finding the, the, the perfect emotions that they can use against them. Like, oh, he, he felt some anger and regret. Let's amplify that by a hundred and make that his motivation for tracking them down. Yeah. Now go kill them. Okay. Like you just and, like and then just boom. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, we hit it a little bit earlier, and you said it a couple seconds ago. But uh, the the way he um, the way like how more we're seeing on his side the um the abilities and the uh the intelligence that he has. Like he knew yes. he figured he knew that they were being jammed when they first landed. The the soldiers were like we we don't we're they're not. Like we can't detect them in there or something. And he's like, You're being jammed, guys. Duh. Yeah. Um, but like he knew they were they hacked into the comms, so he did he said, uh, take or get them to the hangar, and then he actually just went to the artillery deck because he knew they they were gonna change it up and go there. Yep. Yep. Um, but like he you know, he essentially lured them there. 
uh, aim for the kid after Omega talks about their chat in the brig in episode one. Um, you know, just really good stuff from him. Oh yeah, yeah. Like I like I can't wait to see more of that, and I think that's definitely gonna like I think this is just the beginning. <laughs> yeah, like of this conversation, cat and mouse type of game between him and the Bad Batch. Yeah. Um, I from now on, I guess we'll see. He'll probably be a lot more beat up, banged up. He was in. He had some casts and splints on. Uh, the whole like right side of his face got charred yeah. and burned. The left side had like some dings on it too. Um, but like when they all got blown, when when the half of the the engine fell and it just blasted him and his guys right in the face, they all flew away, hit the wall. He slammed yeah, into the wall, and he's helmet towering off, away. immediately, just like squeal, like putting his hands up because it's just torching his face. Um, that was I did that was intense. Uh, but maybe that's gonna be there for. Uh, there's another Avatar thing. Prince Zuko has <laughs> a big scar on his face. I'm sorry. I do know about that. I do know about uh, that. Yeah, but you know, just but I I thought that was really cool. I wanted to ask you. Um, okay. I want to give credit. It's online. I saw theory online. Um, but <laughs> kind of like I don't I'm know chill. a lot of heroes that have scarred, burnt faces. So the theory online is that like this moment is showing that Echo or not Echo sorry, Crosshair Crosshair is like really far gone. Like this is his villain origin right it's here. Like, are we dead? So yes, like that's what I'm saying. Like Harvey Dent gets burnt up, Anakin Skywalker gets burnt up. Like it's like you said, Prince Zuko gets burnt up. Like that's a villain trope. So mm. I saw online that says maybe. He gets his chip removed, and he remains loyal to the Empire. Ah. I'm leaning towards that theory because, like, wanting to kill Omega, like, killing a kid, like, that's very, like, (laughs) that's evil. So I could see the chip pushing him that way. But honestly, I think, like, Crosshair might be evil now. I think maybe the chip pushed him off the edge. Yeah. Um, and now that he's over the edge, there's no coming back no matter what. But I want to get your thoughts on that. Because um, like this episode, I feel like, is building up a lot for his character. That's that's definitely a valid theory, and I'll talk about that in a second. But okay. I just want to say, yeah. Address. heroes with scars, uh, we got Commander Wolf and Wrecker, who's literally in the show. His entire okay. face is all scarred. All right, that's um, all right, I'll give you that. But, but still, I I still I do you know what I'm getting at? Yeah, <laughs> um, because like you think about, we don't know exactly the process behind what they did to his chip, um, yeah. and it's very possible that them messing with him so much like that just fully overrided his brain. It's like you know, just it's in there now. It's just part of him, chip or not. Like it's yeah. like it maybe like the chip like opened up sort of, and it just burst into his head. Not not literally, not physically, um, hmm. but he's you know because that would be. That would be crazy because like remember they they let's imagine they capture him they they're holding him down they're locking him down they take the chip out he comes out he still he gets up and he still like wants to attack yeah. them. something like that would be a big moment huge um, moment if the show ends and like at the end they have to choose like do they want to they have to they are in a moment where they could kill Crosshair and they could take him out because he's or they could keep trying to bring him back even though it doesn't work um, mm-hmm. that could be a really interesting storyline in like the finale or something. Um, so yeah, that's definitely I like I like the idea. Of yeah, because one thing now is too like kind of sympathizing with Crosshair after like the Bad Batch, they were kind of just traitors. They were disobeying orders, right? They were on the run, but now they've hurt him. They killed his men. 
They've burnt his face. They actively went against him. So this, again, could be like when he snaps out of he's like, wait, no, these guys aren't my friends anymore. Like, they burnt my face. Look at what you did to me. Yeah. Like, type of thing. So I could, re- like, this is very compelling. I was really excited when I read it. I, I forgot what it was. I think it was a YouTube comment. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, super cool. I think, like, because I love this episode so much about the cat and mouse stuff, I think, because <laughs> I, 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 mean, I, I mean, I said it before, I want Crosshair to come back. But I'm almost like more excited for him to become evil, like be yeah. the main antagonist even further than like Order 66 against the Bat Batch. Yeah, that would definitely be really interesting because that but could yeah. be like two thirds of the way through. You think he's back. He's safe. We got him back. We took the chip out. And then the last and chunk then... of the season is about him still being against them. Yeah, um, which would be crazy. That would be awesome. But that's all yeah. speculation. Yeah. Just, yeah. yeah. <laughs> So now we know that Paul works for Lucasfilm and has written the script <laughs> for all the episodes. Yeah, exactly. I, I want to start bringing up crazy theories because you've been yeah, way yeah. too on with that. I've been. I have. I have. I need to get some bombshells. Yeah. All right. There you go. There's your bombshell. <laughs> We're sticking with it. Yeah. Timestamp um, this now. Oh. <laughs> uh, um. But yeah. Moving on to another bad guy, the man oh. himself, Ed. Biggity biggity bane. Yes, sir. What a Chad. Oh Oof. my goodness. Um Oof. first of all, Corey Burton, the wonderful voice actor reprising uh, his role. He also played Dooku um, in Clone Wars. So great job by him. Seth Green. <laughs> Seth Green came back to play Toto, which Toto. I did not expect. Um I feel like wonderful. if they didn't get Seth Green, they were they would just like not have Toto there. Because like that voice is like it's just funny. Um, yeah. I love that it's Seth Green, just for no reason. <laughs> um, here, Seth, you gotta come in. You gotta do like three lines about this robot that you played in like 2012. <laughs> he was probably um, amped. He's a yeah. Huge I mean, it's fan. Star Wars. I mean, yeah. any a lot of actors, big name actors, would take anything. Oh yeah, just one oh, line yeah. to be part of it. So um, that was a humongous surprise. Uh, yes, and biggest you know, surprise. It definitely makes sense, uh, in my eyes anyway. We know fully know that the Kaminoans are the ones that are trying to find Omega. We speculated it before, but we pretty much knew that it was them. Uh, but now I guess it's finally like kind of confirmed because they they uh, they're the ones that hired Fennec. Fennec failed, mm-hmm. um, so you got to get somebody who's not just gonna gonna mess it up. Cad Bane, from what we've seen of him, is just. One of the best bounty hunters. Ever. Oh yes, uh, yes. Not even like as in cool character wise, which he is, but I mean just as being a bounty hunter, he's like, just like he he gets the job done every time. Um, and well, except for the last time we saw him when he gets arrested, uh, after that whole <laughs> Reiko Hardin arc. But <laughs> yeah. I mean, that was Obi Wan playing the long con on everybody. He fooled everyone. So even Anakin. Gonna, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not gonna not gonna put that on on Bane, but Cameron Owens. Are desperate at this point they are going to lose their one of their biggest sources of income being the empire supplying clones to the republic was their their main thing um i don't know if there's like land on camino because all we ever see is the ocean and yeah. then giant cloning facilities and that's it i don't <laughs> yeah. think they really do anything else um so if they lose the the dominant power in the in the galaxy then that's a big blow to your to your income i think they still do like later on, they do still clone some things for the Empire, but not like the main bulk of stormtroopers. Uh, so they mm-hmm. they need an Omega, which I guess she's like the clone template that they want to use, or they want to study her and analyze her 
um, to make a clone or something like that, but they're desperate. And when you're desperate like that, you want to get somebody that you know for sure will get the job done. And that's what Cad Bane did. He showed up, he wiped out a hangar full of clones while nobody was looking. He took down Hunter, and they just bop. All right, let's go. Like, Fennec, it took a whole episode to chase him down, and she still didn't even get them. Yeah. So, yep. um, but yeah, I mean, yeah. Uh, one, one little, one little bomb here. Not, it's a little bomb, like a little grenade, like a flashbang. <laughs> uh, Cad Bane Small. was, he had a new outfit, uh, new, new bounty yes, hunter he gear. Did. Uh, please give us a black series figure of that. Um, <laughs> that apparently is the same outfit that he was wearing in the animatic for the Cad Bane Boba Fett Clone Wars episode. Oh, That's oh, the same gear he was wearing. Yeah. No way. Same gear. Um, that could have just been maybe a placeholder because it's not fully finished being animated. It's like just the models. Oh. Nothing's lit. Nothing's filled in or anything. But that is the same gear, same outfit he was wearing. Uh, and we got a standoff. So. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. That scene is voice right away because it's a lot deeper and scratchier. Like he's, you know, got, he's maybe something he's else. Older he's older now. Yeah. He's scarred and beat up. He had like yeah. cracks in his skin. Like it was, uh, he was a lot more beat up and aged, um, which makes sense since the last time we see him is 2014 Clone Wars season four, yeah. I think. Four. Yeah. F three or four. Okay, so right here we had a little bit of a glitch with the audio. Um, there's like a couple minutes where it's just dead silent and you can't hear anything. I don't remember exactly what we were talking about, but I think the things we were saying is that um, we think that this moment in the episode with Bane uh, is sort of a stand-in in the Star Wars universe for the Cad Bane Boba Fett fight. Like this is a sort of replacement for that um, because it's unlike that we're getting that. So him having the same gear... Um, and it being a sort of standoff is like the the replacement for the Boba Fett arc that we never actually got. Um, I, I think that's what we were talking about. But yeah, sorry, just a little chunk of audio there uh, completely glitched out and there was just no audio. I don't know if it was an arc or just one episode of the Clone Wars where it's like a whole bounty hunter thing. Uh, Cad Bane and a younger Boba Fett end up going at it with each other. Um, they do a duel like we saw in this episode. They draw on each other. Uh, Boba Fett kills Bane, I believe. Mm -hmm. um, you see a shot of his hat floating as Bane's body's on the ground. And then we cut to Boba Fett's helmet, which has the giant, the dent in the helmet. Famous and dent. we learned that canonically. How he got the dent was getting shot by Cad Bane, yes. if, if he didn't. Know. I think although the episode never released, it's still canon that it is Cad Bane who made the dent. It's canon in my heart, okay. Yes, for sure. But I think I think even despite that, it still yeah. is the major canon. God, I hope so. I just um, one episode, like, oh my god, that yeah. is the oh, whatever. Sorry, not gonna rant yeah. about it. I I do think though that this might be the stand-in because realistically, it would be hard to get that. You'd kind of just have to <laughs> make it its own episode. Like it would work in a Clone Wars extra season, but now it's that is bad batch. Yeah, I, like. Just it, it, I don't think it would work out. So I think this might be the closest we get. Yeah, it's probably why he had the same armor too. Also, yeah. they already had it made, and then that's cheaper. That's you know that's a whole new asset that you don't have to make. Mm -hmm. um, and another getting Boba Fett in here. While it would be awesome, and if we got that scene, it would be all forgiven uh, from an objective level. You're getting to the point where it's like way too many big name bounty hunters. You got yeah. Fennec, you got Cad Bane, and then Boba Fett, who's getting his own show. <laughs> um, you know. But, like, at the same time, they could use that to hype up the Boba Fett show. But do you really need to hype up Boba Fett? It's Boba Fett. People that don't watch Star Wars know who Boba Fett is. Oh, so, yeah. You know. Yeah. But, you know, I, I feel like at that point, it would be getting a little bit much. 
So I feel like this was the the replacement we got for that. I d- I did want to talk more about the Cameron Owens. Um, okay. You brought up a little bit, but I want to emphasize how much of like a neutral party they are, or really how concerned with just cloning they are. Because like if you look at or if you think about it, they provided the clones for the Republic, mm-hmm. um, but they used a bounty hunter from the CIS, Django Fett, um, and then. <laughs> And then immediately afterwards, Order 66, again, we see them going behind Empire's back and stuff. And now they're using another <laughs> bounty hunter from the CIS to go retrieve more yeah. clones. Again, like, so they really do not care about the Empire. They didn't care about the Republic. They didn't care about the CIS. They cared about cloning and making that moolah. Oh, so, yeah. again, it would make sense that they would say, oh, Cad Bane. Yeah, I don't care that she, that he's literally kidnapped children before Jedi children. That he's worked with Dooku. Yeah, who cares? He's the best bounty hunter. We're getting him. Yeah, yeah. So they they went with Fennec. They went with a relatively like I don't want to say not good, but I guess lesser New. known bounty hunter. Yeah, newer didn't work out. So then they said, all right, let's shell out. Let's get the real deal. Yeah, <laughs> I'm I believe sure Fennec is still working in there being. for them too. They just want more, so that yeah. as many as possible. I don't care who it is. The one of the line exactly, I think, was like, as long as one of these bounty hunters gets the girl or something, we'll be fine. Yeah. So I think that it makes perfect sense again because we did talk about returning characters. Watch that video if you haven't. Um, but I think this is another example that where it makes sense for him to come in. Um, and really, it was just one scene where he came in. We already saw he knocked out clones. They didn't even show that, um, which I think is better. Just like show the aftermath and be like, yeah, he can do this. We don't even need to show it. You know it. <laughs> um, then we have the standoff. Then he gets Omega and he's out. He didn't have a whole episode like yeah. Fennec because he's not a new character. He's established. We know who he is. We know what he can do. So there's no point in rehashing. Just get yeah. him in, let him do his job, get him out. And it's yeah. perfect. He had his, I think he had his iconic, it iconic hat. He had his, he had his pistols. He had his sidekick. He had his, his catchphrase. Uh-huh. Um, and then that was it. He did badass stuff and yeah. then he was out. Yep. Sorry, little lady. <laughs> Hello there, little, little lady. lady. Yeah, awesome. loved it. Loved yeah. it. Great. Okay, so after all of that, um, I had just a couple more notes about uh, less specific things about the episode in general that we, re- we usually talk about. Um, while we're still close to the topic of Cad Bane, uh, Toto, we were talking right before this about Toto. Yes. Um, about... Uh, we were talking about how is he? How is he here? I thought he blew up in the temple thing. Um, yes. But I don't. It wasn't in an episode. I don't know where it was. But Anakin actually rebuilt Toto uh, after the bombing, just because you know he likes tinkering with stuff. He he built C three PO or he put him together at least. Mm-hmm. Um, so he he took the parts for Toto and he repaired him. I believe Toto like uh, like ran away after that. Like he just bounced <laughs> and he went back to Bane. Uh, but that's how Toto is there, uh, which is cool. Um, one thing for me, anyway, I was really sad seeing just like all the Venators like that. Like that's just a hard thing to see after watching, like seeing them all like in Clone Wars and in like in the movies. They're just flying around, full of just Jedi and clones and soldiers, and they're in battles and things going down. And now they're just just rusty piles of scrap metal. It's really just sad. Yes. Damn. Um. Another cool thing I saw, Hunter, while they were in the Venator, he had a little flashlight attachment on his uh, on his pistol, DC-17. Um, that was cool. 
And then he puts it on his hip at one point for the draw. Now, I thought, doesn't he just, like, tuck them in his back, and then they just poof, they just disappear? Because he doesn't have holsters. I was going to bring that up. Um, <laughs> as you know, me and Evan both are Black Series collectors. Yes. His Black Series does not have holsters, and you cannot put his DC-17 on his body unequipped. So for the draw, maybe he just buckles it to his belt or something? Yeah, I don't know. Weird. Um, but yeah, I'm not sure on that. Well, that's I think all that does for me is is it legitimizes the fact that he can store it on his hip. So I'm just gonna modify it and like put some steam back there or something. Like, oh yeah, yeah. well it was you gonna it was in the episode. Yeah, we had right the duel. Yeah, uh, but yeah, not even just on the figure in the show. Like whenever he's done with them, he just like tucks them behind his back, and They're then just they kinda... just disappear. Yeah. So I I was a little confusing. They probably were just like, oh well, for the draw, it, it's got to be on the hip. That's how like all westerns are. You know, they're just standing there on the hip with Very their true. with their fingers wiggling. Them just waiting, <laughs> picking yep. up. You know, um. So that was odd, but it was cool. Uh, one thing you brought up earlier was the uh, the commando HUD on uh, yes. Hunter when he wakes yes. up, and it's from his perspective. First of all, that HUD is awesome. Really throwing back to to uh, uh, Republic commandos, um, and I think Gregor in the episodes in the droid episodes with with Gregor and Clone Wars, I think there's a scene where he is from his visor too. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was really cool, and just the whole him waking up and having no clue. It's got like, and you know, everybody's yelling. Wreckers like, what? Where happened, Omega? You know, and they're they got it. We gotta get out of here. That that all seems really intense because like it puts you in his perspective, like in his shoes. If you're him, you wake up, you're like, what the hell's happening? <laughs> I, just, I got shot. Omega's gone. What is happening? Um, but that was really cool. Yeah, I'm interested to see how seriously injured he is because that laser shot, bullet wound, whatever, went all the way through his body. Maybe it like missed arteries or something, but you see the exit wound on his backpack. <laughs> so it went right through him, which mm-hmm. usually isn't like too good <laughs> yeah um but it's interesting to see i'm sure they have like it's star wars they have bath the bass like they have all sorts of technology we see fennec actually gets shot similarly yeah. a yeah. little lower but all the way through she survives um so who knows maybe uh hunter next episode will get robotic implants like fennec um but i, I did want to point that out he did get hit hard <laughs> cad yeah. bane does not mess around <laughs> i did i i was looking for that i Unless I missed it, I didn't see the on the backpack. When he turns over, oh, okay. what I see, what could be seen as a bullet wound, there's like a light, like a light box on there. That's like a button yes. or something. It's like a red light. It's a light. button. I, I could have missed the bullet wound, but I, I tried to look for it because I was thinking about that. But okay. when I looked, all I saw was like a red light. I didn't see like a smoking wound. Um, and I think at the end, like when they're on the to, shuttle. Yeah. Like one one of them says he got shot in the chest piece or chest plate or like armor or something. I can't I don't remember the exact line. Um but it regardless of if it went through or not, we've seen what happens when it when it even when it just doesn't. That whole episode yeah. with Captain Rex in uh Clone Wars the Deserter, he gets shot in the pauldron by commando rifles snipe or commando droid sniper, and he's like out, man. The whole his whole chest is all bruised, he has his arm in a sling. So getting shot like that, even with clone armor, is it, it's not messing around. Like he gonna he went down. He was unconscious after that. Oh yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Regardless of if it went through him or not, um, 
he that's that's still gonna that's still gonna hurt for a little while and i hope i hope we see that like maybe he's got a sling or something like he's only got some yeah. of his armor on just in a sling um yeah rex and rex didn't even get hit in just the chest piece um while it was a sniper compared to a pistol he got hit in the pauldron which is extra you know mm -hmm. like padding so mm -hmm. and that took him out for like a while mm -hmm. yes um so uh, we will see dang i <laughs> I could, I, saw he, I could be time. wrong. I could be wrong. I, I'm definitely I, like, as soon as we're done, I'm going yeah. and watch. Um, I, I mean, I, I could also be wrong. I could have just seen it and just confirmed, like, oh, yeah, there it is. <laughs> I looked because I remember I, it was glowing. That's what I saw. Yeah. It was like glowing like orange. I thought yeah. it was the whole. Because okay. when I saw, I was like, oh, there's the, oh, wait a minute. And because it, it was like a perfect okay. square and it kind of had like red lights on it. Maybe that's but it. It could have been somewhere else while I was looking at that. Yeah. So I. I'll, I'll 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 throw it on as soon we'll as we'll slow motion watch it back and see, yeah. just check it out. Um, yeah. But uh, any other any other details you got here? Any other notes? Anything you just want to talk about? I just want to say we've been asking for more empire and more main story um, for a couple episodes now. If you watch our other in depths, and we get it, and this is a fantastic episode. Yes. They delivered. I really, really enjoy this episode. I think it's right up there next to episode one. Um, I, I like all the... a little bit more, honestly. I, we won't know until I until yes. we watch it all. Um, but again, like that just shows you, like when we have these huge set piece like like episodes. Oh, they're just so good. I hope we continue. Like next episode, I hope we're still yeah. right in the thick of it. I could see them going back. You know, have another. I guess quote unquote filler episodes or. Maybe another low key episodes, okay. But honestly, I hope we just we're just going full head of steam. Yeah. Um, because this episode fantastic. I love everything that happened. The only thing again, it was with tech. We addressed that. But again, that's more of like a a niche little like hope. Something we but, want to see. Yeah. Not like yes. a problem with this one. Um. Yes, but in general, fantastic. Every scene, the way it was shot, and everything. Uh, uh, especially um. Just with episode uh, seven as well. So like two back to back good episodes has me very jacked for next episode. Dude, the last three have been really good. Uh, six was more filler than these last two, but still, I feel like we're we're gotten uh, we're we're like heading good, on, good yeah, um, yes. right now. And I hope that that keeps up. It seems like we're really ramping up to something now. Absolutely. Also, if you watched our last review, you'll know that I literally predicted every single thing that was going to happen Beat in for the episode. <laughs> Go check oh that out. Um, Rewatch that. He hits everything. <laughs> wow. That's crazy. Um, this man's got cheat codes. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be nice. Uh, <laughs> one. Oh, I did have one small thing I just wanted to bring up um we see a little bit more i i really hope we start to learn more about the uh the kaminoans contingency plan as they're calling it yes um we know that they need omega for something we know that they are trying to stay within the folds of the empire uh but we don't know exactly what that is we've each said a couple times it could be cloning omega or using her for some well they, we know they need her for whatever yeah. their plan is but I'm I'm thinking it has to do with cloning, since that's literally all they do is <laughs> just clone people. Yep. Um, but you know, I, I I hope we get a look. We and this episode we got a little scene of it. We got like two scenes, like one at the beginning, and then that one little in between after the Empire arrives, where they talk about it. We got to get more bounty hunters, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, just more. I hope we slowly get to see what it is that they actually intend to do with Omega. Uh, maybe that'll be part of this episode. Maybe the. The uh, the B plot will be Omega 
on Camino by herself um, and like having to see what happens to her. Um, that could be really interesting. I just I want to see. I'm excited to see where that goes. Yeah. 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 I, I wanted to bring it up because I was going to ask you about your predictions. But okay. my predictions is exactly what you were saying. Um, like I said, I want to be in the thick of it. So I think we're going to see Cad Bane um, delivering Omega to Camino. I think the Bad Batch will go off. Honestly, I think they're going to go right back to Rex. Like, they're a mess. They're going to be like, yo, Rex, can you help us out? <laughs> uh, so, Rex. yeah. And and, yeah. So they'll go there with the Empire hot on their trail. Um, but like you said, B-Story, I'm thinking next episode, we're going to see it. We're going to see. My thought is it's going to be a lot like Moff Gideon and Grogu, where they need oh. her for testing, but it will be harmful to her. Like they need her blood or something or like lots of tests and stuff. So it will be uncomfortable. I don't think she'll die or anything. Some people are saying that. <laughs> yeah. um, but I definitely think she'll feel um, at least homesick for the Bad Batch. Um, and at worst, um, like she'll be like drained, maybe unconscious. Like they'll take so much blood, she's knocked out. For yeah, the episode. yeah. We um, we could have a really nice reunion scene when they finally when they finally yes, get her back. Yes, yes. I don't think they'll get her back next episode. Maybe no, not eventually, next couple. whenever whenever they do. Yes, yeah. eventually. But next episode, I think we're definitely gonna see that. And I think um, Bad Batch. I think they're gonna go right back to Rex, honestly, because <laughs> yeah, they I definitely mean, need help. <laughs> Yeah, they, but they I, I wanted to get your thoughts on that. If you don't have anything else, I I do. I pretty much agree with that. I think they're going to Camino, or she'll be on Camino. I think the, the Bad Batch is they might like, like impulsively, rashly. We have to go to Camino right now. We have to get her back. Just to go um, get her. Maybe mm-hmm. they'll they, they might fail. Um, Hunters beat up. They don't know what they're doing. Really, they're down Omega, so their spirits are low. Um, they're thinking on just raw emotion. We need to get yeah. her back now. That was the first thing Wrecker asked when he when he came up on Hunter. Where's Omega? What what happened? Um, so they might all be sort of feeling something. Uh, they might act rash. Uh, they might just go right to Camino and just I don't know. Or they, okay. if they even know that that's where she's going, they, they're gonna at least try as soon as they can to like hunt her down, even though Hunter's hurt and they're all kind of like knocked out of it. Um, yeah. So we'll see. That's 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 what I think. Um, another great episode though. Really good. One of my favorites. Um, like like we always say, we're going to, once the series is over, we're going to watch the whole series through, and then we're going to rank the episodes. Um, and then will be the uh, where where the episodes place. But for me so far, it's this one and episode one are, are up there. Yeah, I um, think no doubt, even with episodes to come, this is definitely going to be an up there episode. Oh, yeah. This one and the last one, I think. Yes. All right, so... This has been our review for Bad Batch Season 1, Episode 8, Reunion. I almost forgot what it was called for a second there. <laughs> I love that title, too, because Reunion, you think, is like a happy thing. Like, oh, family uh, reunion, uh, yay, or, you know, like... Nope. Class of, tw- <laughs> class of 2020 Reunion or something, yeah. but um, no, it was not a happy reunion. Not even yeah. close. Yeah, thanks for listening and watching, and we'll see you whenever we post again. So goodbye. Adios, amigos. Double salute. You couldn't see it, but, but we did it.